on this episode of Bands We Love to Hate, should Sum 41's mom have taken that abortion? Are me and Tim in too deep? Why did my lip get fat for that period of time right before we were getting ready to do research on this episode of a song called Fat Lip? Why did Derek just not buy Jack Daniels in bulk? Listening to this and more on this episode of Bands We Love to Hate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bands We Love to Hate, a show where we take a band that we as a music-loving society have deemed just awful and give them one final look and listen to see if they are really as bad as we say they are. My name is Tim. I am the host and producer of the show, along with my co-host, Sam Schwegler. Say hi, Howdy, Sam. Hi, y'all. Um, you can find me on Twitter at... Timmy Two-Step, that's T-I-M-M-Y-I-I-S-T-E-P, or at Shway Media, as I am the proprietor of this here podcast network. And you can find Sam Schwegler at, uh, what, just Sam Schwegler, It's right? just at Sam Schwegler on everything. All right. And then he is also the host of the Schwegcast, a music and uh, pod, uh, music and songwriting podcast, um, also on Shway Media, if I didn't say that before, Shway Media, Shway Media, um, and you can find that at the Schwegcast. So, um, Sam, what band are we covering today? Today we are talking about Sum 41. And what I really want to know is, are we in too deep? I don't know. I definitely was a little in too deep doing the research this month. Uh, oh, God. I listened to every album, watched way too many interviews, and stayed up binging their music videos one night. And, uh, man, that was... Uh, their music will not get out of my head, and it's neither a good or a bad thing. I'll leave it at that, and we can make the judgment at the end of the episode. <laughs> mm, definitely. I mean, I'm totally... Um, I was getting to a point, you know, I like to listen to the top 10 on Spotify, because this it's what says, this is the band's best work that the fans have decided... Exactly. ...is the best thing that they've come out with. And I get, after, like, the Hell song, I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, some Simple Plan is close enough... Oh, I mean, no, we'll switch over to them. He's Sam. Full disclosure: Sam has kept referring to them as Simple Plan and or re- er, comparing them to them, and they're not like Simple Plan at all. I, like, and that's, I did realize that they look to like Simple that. Plan. Yeah, Simple Plan is very. That's the most whiny. We'll get to them probably next season. Maybe I don't even know if I care enough about Simple Plan to give them another look and listen. <laughs> but I don't some know. They have some good songs. They do, but some forty-one at the bare minimum, made more of an impact on the pop-punk scene, which can be the equivalent to our parents, I guess, maybe loving, like, hair metal in the 80s and fucking Motley Crue. I listened to also, because there's that line in Fat Lip of um, uh, Judas and Priest were the gods that we praised, and or, or Maiden and Priest were the gods that we praised. And I listened to Iron Maiden and Judas Priest, and I'm sorry, I, those bands are fucking terrible. Like that's <laughs> there you anybody that gives shit to pop punk and emo music for being too whiny and then backs it up with like Iron Maiden was the way to go. Like I don't need to hear a band <laughs> scream that high pitched. No, it's the, like I, I'm. I'll give them their props. 
because they are Iron Maiden and they shaped rock and roll in some way, but you cannot in the same breath talk shit about pop punk and emo. Like, we're not. I we're, mean, when in my that case, existed. as as just a, a songwriter, when I, I tell people I'm a songwriter first, kind of before anything, metal music, a lot of it, and I think there's a lot of talent in the genre, but lyrically, like, it's just kind of garbage. It's weird. Like, I... I I can make up the lyric for Iron Maiden, like the devil's coming down the road and the flames are coming on. Like some, that's all. <laughs> that's that's basically the Iron Maiden song I heard. I actually like, do I, think that might be the devil went down to Georgia. See, God, they're they're the worst, and so is Charlie Daniels for that matter. They had one good <laughs> song, and we praise him for it. Anyways, <laughs> this song is not about Iron Maiden, Charlie Daniels, Simple Plan. It is a little about Judas Priest, maybe, um, but it's mostly about some 41. So um, we'll get to the basics. Let the conversation begin. Um, so to start off, they're members. Who are they? Well, they went through member changes, um, uh, but they started off um, with uh, Derek Wibley, um, who spells his name with a Y, and I don't know if I like that. And then he recruited uh, Stevo. Oh shit, I forgot. Uh, Stevo thirty five or something. Whatever name he went by, it's uh, Steve Joss is um, how you say his name, I believe. And he was their drummer, um, who has since left the band. Um, and then Dave uh, Baksh. I didn't bother learning to pronounce any of their names. Um, then now they have Tom Thacker and Frank Zumo. Um, at one point, they had Tommy Lee that played drums for them from 2001 to 2003 um, for a tour. So like you Tommy know how... Lee from uh, was, wait, wasn't he an Iron Maiden? Right? No. Wow. Oh, oh, Tommy... shit, it was Tommy Lee. Let's let's get on the Google. Check that re- real quick. But um, oh. yeah, they went through member changes. Uh, when I was watching their recent videos, I was like, oh my god, their drummer aged really yeah, weird. Motley and Crew. you're right. Yeah, Motley Crue. Uh, or no, I said Iron Maiden, I think. Whatever. He was in Motley Crue. But um, I was like, their drummer aged really weird, and he had left after <laughs> um, things got really bad. After um, which album was it? Uh, after Underclass Hero is when he started drinking a lot. Or Derek, uh, the lead singer, had started drinking a lot, and then the band kind of like went on a hiatus, and uh, most of them left. And so so here's something back. to think about. Yeah. I want to go a little off topic for a second. Um, so, you know, right now, John Mayer is playing guitar with Den Company. Um, Vince Gill oh, yeah, is playing that. guitar with uh, the Eagles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a trend of like really good musicians, like who have made a name for themselves, like their actual name for themselves, yeah. uh-huh. like to join bands, like classic bands. Do you think this is uh, Tommy Lee's? <laughs> Tommy Lee's for a for whatever that <laughs> word is and into <laughs> into some 41. No, I think they <laughs> there was a record label move and a PR stunt, if anything. Um, or Tommy Lee was just bored. And uh, I think he was still married to Carmen Electra at that point. Or that's at least that's when their reality show was on VH1. <laughs> if you remember that. Oh, yeah. Deep dive. So, yeah, those are their members. Um, they went through changes. Uh, Dave is now back in the band um, after years of doing his own thing. Um, the band themself, themselves, I guess, um, are from Canada, if you uh, didn't know that already. Um, and they have done several studio albums, uh, six uh, technically, and then there's also two EPs and three live albums. Um, their studio albums are... Um, All Killer, No Filler, and Does This Look Infected, everybody's two favorites. And then Chuck, which was named after a guy that saved their asses while they were uh, 
in the middle, basically, of a civil war in the Congo, stuck in a hotel, and he got them and several other people in the hotel to safety, and they named their album after him. Mm-hmm. Then Underclass Hero, Screaming Bloody Murder, and their newest album, released in 2016, 13 Voices, which is about Derek's recovery from uh, being an alcoholic for so many years uh, and getting better. Um, did they go gold, platinum, or anything like that? Yes, they did. Several times. Uh, all Killer, No Filler. Three times platinum in Canada and one time platinum in the US, UK, and gold in Japan and Australia. Does this look infected? Platinum in Canada and America, gold. And then gold and platinum in several other countries. Chuck went two times platinum in Canada and gold in Japan and the US. And then Underclass Hero, I don't know how because I pretty much thought we all stopped listening to 741 after 2006. Um, went gold in Canada and Japan. So, Canada and Japan stayed true. America stopped. Uh, We're just like, some 41 some 40 is out. Yeah, we, we have Fall Out Boy now. Yeah. <laughs> Fall Out Boy's got synthesizers and Taylor Swift now. Uh, <laughs> Kim Kardashian in a music video. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's right. Um, they did several tours, too. Um, uh, some 41. Uh, like, a, a ton of them. They're still touring. Um, they headlined a Warp Tour a couple of years ago on Warp Tour's very last uh, tour. I, be- I believe it was the 2016, right, Sam? Was last Warp Tour. Uh, right? I think yeah. it was. I think it was last year. No, 2018. Was it okay? Oh, was it, man? I man, I wish I had gone. But at the same time, I don't care to go see Dance Gavin dance. Um, <laughs> so I saw I them mean, asking with- Alexandria doesn't like oh harden God. your titties, right? Uh, they, I actually saw Dance Gavin dance with Finch on accident. I was like, I was just there <laughs> to see Finch uh, doing a reunion of what it is to burn. And cause that's oh, how I old just, I am at this point that I have to go to I was just thinking shows. he walked into like a... Oh, no. <laughs> they were legitimately get... on tour with Finch and I'm like, their music is pretty... Different, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, it's pretty standard hardcore pop punk, but... Yeah, I almost I saw Dance Gavin dance. They were with Under Oath, I think. And then I ended up going on a date. The, I just ended up seeing a woman that night. Um, didn't take her to Under Oath? Why did you not take her in Under Come on, man. You got to no, take a girl to Under Oath. No, I, we didn't go to un- I was going to go to Under Oath by myself. And uh, then... Should have taken that's, her. Yeah, I don't think she would have liked it. And it didn't work out, so I probably should have taken her. Yeah, maybe maybe it'll work. it would have worked out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a band we do like. We don't hate them, and nobody hates Under Oath. Uh, I don't think. If you hate Under Oath... Stop listening. And yeah, you're go, not you're not go, welcome on this podcast. No, go listen to Under Oath and come back and say we were right. <laughs> Anyways, um, years active. Um, so fun fact: Some Forty One was founded in two different things, said either ninety six or ninety seven. But they were founded as a NoFX cover band by the name of Casper, uh, and then they ended up getting like a record deal, um, or they legitimately got a record deal. Um, after Derek pounded the pavement and recruited Steve and or Steve-O 37, 30, You mean Steve from Smash Mouth? <laughs> no, not Steve in Smash Mouth, no. Um, this was, or, they're not Canadian, are they? Are we just attacking Canada? No, Smash not. Mouth's probably California. Oh, wait, no, they're from Las Vegas. Um, oh, I, same thing. <laughs> I'm 99.9% sure because my friend either claimed she saw them live back in the day when they were still a band or is a 
Didn't we line. just talk about Smash Mouth? I think we did. Yeah, remember where they're we from. don't where they're from. Yeah, no, I've moved on from them. My God, but you shouldn't. You should go back and listen to the very first yeah, episode. No, I was, of Banshee I was right. They sound they sounded Californian to me, and it says San Jose, California. So oh, son of a bitch. Well, then my friend definitely lied. So screw you, mm-hmm. um, person who I won't name by name. Um, whatever. Uh, now, what label were they on? Island, Aquarius, and now they're on Hopeless. Um, the latest album, like I said, was 13 Voices. There's Spotify. Or Sp- Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it right someday. Spotify play count. Um, In Too Deep is at 135, uh, sorry, 139.5 million. Fat Lip is 128. Still Waiting, 106. Hellsong, 61. And With Me is 44 million. That's their top five. YouTube Wait, plays. What? Sorry, is no, it? Yeah, go. I'm always, I'm always so weird with YouTube's algorithm. Sorry, not YouTube, Spotify's algorithm. Spotify. Because how? Because Fatlip is number one on the list, and then yes, um, at yeah. some point after you get past a thousand, um, fun fact for you musicians listening out there, after you get past, I believe it's a thousand plays, uh, they may, um, if you go through what uh, Sam and I have both gone through to um, uh, add our music to Spotify and all the other internet streaming sites. Um, is DistroKid. I believe there's a way to log in now, uh, Spotify for Artists, um, where you can rearrange it um, to fit. Um, But I believe you have to be a certain number of plays to do so. Um, That may not be the case, because I vaguely remember doing it myself, but who knows? Uh, That could just have been in a dream. But yes, you are right. Fat Lip is at number one, but that's also their very first song that they released, so they moved it. Um, Okay. Yeah, I, I thought that was weird, too, and then I had remembered. I'm like, oh, okay. But YouTube, however, um, does keep everything in a nice, neat little um, most viewed to least viewed. Um, in Too Deep, 140 million views. Um, Fat Lip, 89 million. Still Waiting, 62. With Me, 52. And Pieces, uh, 48. And then it get, drops down drastically to like... Uh, <laughs> Oh, no, then Hellsong is 40, and then it drops down to Walking Disaster at 28. And are we talking about video streams? Music. Like music video? Uh, these are the music videos. These aren't live videos. Most of their videos on their uh, YouTube channel are, like, under 100,000 views. Like, any, like, mm-hmm. random uh, tour video or, like, interview thing they have, like, that's an official Sum 41 release. They're, oh, it's really low. Their YouTube account doesn't have that much activity at all. It might have gone up. Excuse me. In 2016, um, hope you like that burp internet, uh, <laughs> and because I'm not editing it out. Uh, in 2016, they released that album, and that might have pushed them up a little bit. But other than that, yeah, they they've it's been pretty stagnant. Um, now my YouTube channel that I or my YouTube uh, app on my Roku is going to take years to get rid of all the Sum 41 videos that are being recommended to me. <laughs> I am so mad <laughs> right now. Like all the weird sci-fi and science stuff I watch is just gone. It's all Sum 41. <laughs> but um, any, let's see, fun facts I have written down here. Um, they did a 10-year and 15-year anniversary tour of Does This Look Infected? And I watched an interview with Derek talking about it, and he said, like, oh, we just felt like it was something that we really kept wanting to look at and the fans wanted i'm like no your record label said <laughs> you gotta do this or we're dropping you we gotta get or some we... money off you yeah guys. well because everybody else and their dog was doing a damn uh anniversary tour like a 10-year 
15 year whatever depends on when their their biggest album was that came out like they were doing a multi like or a 10 year anniversary tour a 20 year anniversary tour for i think so like uh what's their name at the drive-in did one because they're old as shit <laughs> but yeah it was it was definitely a money grab <laughs> so i don't care what you say derek but um their favorite video is still waiting. Also, Derek married and divorced Avril Lavigne, as people popularly know. Um, the band that married Avril Lavigne. The band that married Avril Lavigne. Um, I couldn't really tell from the interviews, but I get the feeling she left him as his alcohol addiction um, got a little worse. Um, Not for but, Chad Kroger of... Uh, no, she went with him later on of Nickelback. Um, it was way later. I don't know if they're still married at all, though. I, I well, fact have not it. heard... <laughs> Fact check back in later. <laughs> that uh, we'll keep us posted on Nickelback Avril Watch. Um, all right. Um, so oh, no, they did divorce in two thousand. They divorced. That no. doesn't surprise me because I mean I don't like Avril, but I definitely don't like Chad or anybody named oh, Chad. God, and she released a new album. Uh, if your name is Chad, I like you. Give give me a a DM and I'll uh, maybe we can get to know each We're other. We're not nice friends. guys. We We're not. we don't wear fedoras. <laughs> yeah. At least I don't. <laughs> I don't believe that. Anyways, let's talk about their music ability. Are their songs technically good? The tunes, Sam, uh, this is your area of expertise. I say meh. I would say, so one thing about their music, I would say, um, it's, it's very dated. If that, says it because you said movies are a little for dated. the time like that yeah because because i listened to because i just like i put on i was watching before we started the show i started talking about i started watching like the music videos and stuff like that and youtube likes to play other things similar to it and you know i like saw fallout boy sugar we're going down all american rejects dirty little secret it, love that song I, yeah and it was very i mean it was fun but those songs are kind of like, I can still get into those where it's mm-hmm. like in too deep and fat lip. It's kind of like, Oh yeah. Two thousands nostalgia. Isn't this great? You know, yeah. stuff like that. Um, it's very dated music wise. I mean, they play really well. Um, fat lip is a, vi- I, for me, I guess that's probably other guitars would be like, Oh no, that's fucking easy. I think that guitar riff is a little hard. But, oh yeah. Uh, that's some good riffs. We're talking about like guitar riffs. They have a lot of good riffs. Yeah, I um, learned uh, drums uh, to some forty-one. There was I learned on Fat Lip, In Too Deep, and uh, Still Waiting. I mean, for yeah, I mean for the pop punk style music. I mean, they're mm. they're solid musicians. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say they're bad or anything. They they had some good tones. No, out of a sea of musicians, they're like I I would say they're probably a good solid seven six maybe on their musicianship. Yeah, I, I, I mean I think. I don't know. I, I like I can I watch them play. I watch their live videos, but like I don't know. There's one time where Derek's not even playing the damn guitar, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's using a backup, um, or it's their fifth member. I don't know. I could be wrong, and there was their fifth member in their band at that point. But yeah, don't I like mean, when people do that. It happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean you you, do that you way you can do. focus a little more on singing, I guess. I mean, fair enough. I don't have a problem with it. Well, well, well. Sam and I disagree. This is the point in the show where we end the show. And then we fight. We never talk again. <laughs> and um, I burned down someone's house. 
<laughs> not anyone relevant to this conversation. No, nope, just, just someone's a house. random Canadian citizen. <laughs> We're going to Canada. I can't get in trouble in Canada, so no, what are they going to do? Come over here? Nope, they they can't. They're gonna they're <laughs> gonna come to Tennessee. So, do you ever? Can you hum their tunes? I personally kind of dig some forty one. I really dig Still Waiting. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, that's them. um, and like, they're actually that's my favorite music video there. I thought it was just kind of yeah, that's their favorite music video. I believe I mentioned that. No, but. is it still? No, I'm sorry, I meant the Hell song. That's Wait, the, the one, the Hell song, with the one with the, uh, the action um, figures. Action figures, yeah, that one was awesome. I liked that. Because oh, because you know Marilyn Manson showed up. Oh yeah, he did. Yes, Sam's favorite person that he cannot talk about until next Halloween. All right, I know it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be save a, it. We live. <laughs> it's gonna be a, we live in a society, people. Alexa, play Despacito. <laughs> Stop saying her name to people. They could be listening live. <laughs> okay. Um, does it aggravate you when you get a song of theirs stuck in your head? No. Yeah. But to be honest, I'm like no. I don't get aggravated when any song gets stuck in my head. Fair enough. Sometimes um, people get you like, oh my god, I can't. Like I get Gilligan's Island stuck in my head all the time and i have no idea why okay i'll it's, retract that if it's like a really cheesy pop song yeah that like i know is not good but i'll listen to it anyways and i know i'm like this this artist like is only popular because they're hot like right stuff like that i'll, I'll get upset but with some 41 i guess no i mean that doesn't i mean i'm a product of the oddies or the 2000s for you plebs right out there but uh so like when i say like oh yeah some 41's great or or i love some 41 or something like that or i'm follow up old fallout boy blink 182 it's like oh yeah that's my generation our generation right 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 yeah us see, as I, generation i can't really hate on them for anything in that area so yeah if i got i and i frequently get their songs stuck in my head partly because of this research and partly because they're part of a pop punk emo hardcore playlist i listen to at work oh uh, yeah and they're on all just, of them, yeah. Yeah, they're. I love it. Um, so okay. Um, now on to lyricism. So are their lyrics technically good? I have down debatable. Um, I'd say some of them yes. Um, he touts himself as a songwriter, uh, which he is, and he wrote all these songs uh, with the help of uh, Greg Norrie of Treble Charger. Uh, okay, punk band from the I think the '90s. I don't remember when they were around. But um, I would say, yeah, it's okay. I mean, they're okay songwriters. It's kind of I think their first album was had a good a lot, which is a mm-hmm. lot of people. I'll they were like Ed 18 Sheeran. years old and stuff, like 18, 19 year olds when they were writing those songs. There's too. kind of like this. If you listen, I'll take Ed Sheeran for example. He's huge and would never be on an episode of this show because no. we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Well, says you, but yeah. Well, well. Anyways, so like you listen to his first album, uh, Plus, and it's very much like this. I, I relate to that album so much right now in my life, as like this guy who's like struggling through life and like relationships and stuff like that. And then he released um, Divide. No, not Divide. That was Multiply. And mm. then that was more like he's actually famous now and big because he got big off his first album. And so he's writing songs and then divide. It's kind of like, oh, this is a rich dude trying to write love songs that like normal humans relate to, which didn't come across as much as I would say he wanted them to. But there's still a lot of good songs on mm-hmm. that album. And so when I say like their first album is 
I like the lyrics on it. It's it's good just because it's like 18 and, you know, they party too much, drank too much. And that's kind of like what they really wanted to get across with that first album. Um, after that, you know, they got their fame. And so it's just kind of like, hey, this music's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, this genre is popular at this moment in time. Right. Good timing for them. They um, existed at the perfect moment yeah. of pop punk. Like, they're the most, like... When you think of pop punk, people think of Sun 41, usually like them or Fall mm-hmm. Out Boy, I think I would say is like the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, they, definitely. They defined it almost in and a then, good or bad way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I will also say their newest album is really interesting just mm-hmm. because of their, just because of Derek's drug, not drug, alcohol addiction. Alcohol. Because it's just, you know, like doing, that's like, that was like his life for a while, like mm-hmm. drinking alcohol, like that's how he got through life. Then he takes something away like that. It's like, okay, this is a major shift in everything that is who I am. And it was like part of his identity. He had to just take that away. And then he had death scare necessarily. Six six weeks in in the hospital or something. They had to put him into a coma. Yeah. Like his his, uh, kidneys and liver collapsed. Okay. And I'm, I have a music degree, so I don't understand what it means when (laughs) your liver collapses. I guess like in it's, my mind, uh, it's like it just falls off. No, it. <laughs> from what I understand, it basically just um, just flattens out. Like it just isn't working anymore. It's like uh, like a balloon that just loses all its air and isn't just. It's not filtering out the toxins in his body. It's not. Uh, same with his kidneys. His kidneys aren't producing insulin mm-hmm. and all that stuff to keep him going. I don't remember specifically what the kidneys do. Um, leave it in a review on iTunes. They make um, really big, pointy stones that hurt to piss out. That's all I know. Yeah, they, yeah. if you don't drink enough water, that's exactly what they do. Um, but, yeah, and they um, put him into a coma because his body couldn't um, process the amount of alcohol poisoning that was going on and um had to just basically rejuvenate him uh through medicine and fluids over the course of i think yeah i think it said six weeks but um and when they like he i watched um and read some interviews with him and saying like you know how do you go from writing all your songs where you're fucked up to not and he was pretty just kind of nonchalant about it is he was in most of their interviews too, uh, which I'll get to later, but mm-hmm. uh, he uh, was just like, that was just a point in my life that existed. And then with this, I just had to move forward and like find that new thing. Like it's, he he's saying he doesn't regret any part of anything that ever happened, but you know, it did make those songs what they were. And now I'm kind of rambling basically, oh, but, yeah. uh, he, he just said like, that's, this is just, it was just a process of rebuilding my life that led to all these songs, the 13 voices. Uh, and now that yeah. album's doing okay, I guess I, I liked it. I, I mean, I yeah, thought I thought it was, it was, it was the best one since Way the all killer, no filler. Really good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like it's well-written. Like he's, I think he's a good songwriter personally. Yeah. Like as far as pop punk is concerned and the rock and roll genre, like they, they always kind of came off uh, a little um, Metallica-y as far as his mm-hmm. aggression goes and some of their um, heavier guitar sounds. I was saying like a uh, shitty Sex Pistols. Yeah, there you go. Shitty Sex Pistols. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's, especially with the hair. Uh, wasn't that yeah. guy's hair blonde and spiky? Yeah. Uh, 
which I don't know if that, I bet that was a record label thing. Um, I know on like, like uh, album two, they did, uh, they actually, uh, he died at black, I think. Yeah, he was black. It's blonde again now, but yeah. He, oh, so. Uh, it was black forever. That's what happens that. when you become a casualty of society. Exactly. Sam Schweigler, master of puns. <laughs> but uh speaking of why uh we probably I probably thought they um did uh sound a little Metallica y um is they covered Master of Puppets at one <laughs> point, as well as recently We Will Rock You by Queen. The I Master of hear. Puppets one is it sounds like Metallica and I don't like Metallica, so it works. Like it sounded bad and I think Metallica personally sounds bad. <laughs> And so I, I didn't hear any difference in the song, but my God, the We Will Rock You by Queen was not good. And they lost a whole point of me at my end of episode rating for that. Like I was like, I was, okay, you're sitting at blank. No. I was like, I was like looking up, did they do covers? And I, was, I could only find Master of Puppets. And then I found Queen in an article somewhere on Facebook. I'm like, oh no, please okay. don't. Here's the Ugh. question I want to ask you though. Okay. Some 41 doing We Will Rock You or Kanye West doing Bohemian Rhapsody? I didn't hear him do Bohemian Rhapsody, but I I would say Kanye's has to be worse. Um, Queen's, <laughs> the, the, the Some 41 one, at least it sounded like it. I can imagine Kanye doing something absolutely bizarre to, bo- to Bohemian Rhapsody. That's a long song, too. He, like, I don't think he did the whole thing. He just did that, okay. you know, the, the first part. But uh, it's kind of just karaoke. Oh, God. Okay, so that's definitely worse. Uh, I mean, We Will Rock You is at least a rock and roll song with a rock and roll band playing it to, I believe is, it looked like it was Japan. Uh, at Or no. I kept seeing two different concerts, one in Japan and one in Germany. I can't tell which one it was at. But uh, yeah, I'd much rather listen to the Sum 41 than Kanye doing Bohemian. Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, that. I, I'm having a physical reaction to what you just told me. <laughs> uh, uh, no. Okay. Um, so what are their songs about? Uh, back on track here. Uh, it loss. Um, and the f- most of the song, a lot of them I could tell um, were about his parents hating him or something. And then I found out um, that his mom uh, raised him as a single mom from the time she was 17 when she had him and his dad was just never in the picture. So it was any of the angsty, I hate my parents elements, um, I would assume came from that. Um, that's just our like, generation. Yeah. That's just, like it's that just was every, yeah. Like that was every emo band and every emo thing. I mean, it's, it's basically, yeah, your classic emo, uh, and pop punk lyrics, lost parents, hating you and vice versa and feeling hopeless about the world. Like it's perfect. Overprivileged emo kid. <laughs> <laughs> from the two thousands, that what? Oh god! Definitely man, white people stuff. Dude, right I I will post a picture of myself on our band uh, bands we love to hate Facebook of myself with the most crazy emo hair. Well, it's not crazy. It's not as crazy as some. It's just very big and flies out to the side because I used a whole can of hairspray in it. Jeez! And it's me playing a show. Uh, Oh God! I mean, I can but. one, I can up you there and send one as well. Oh, I've seen yours. Yeah, no, send me one, <laughs> and we'll we'll do a side by side and post that to Facebook. Sam's is he, like, I've seen the one you're talking about, I think, and it's pretty damn emo. Yeah, there's too many pictures of me on the uh, internet. All right. <laughs> so, um, 
Do you catch yourself singing their songs? I do. All the yeah, time. I'll, I'll, I'll sing along to them. Cause I'm deep. And you can just mumble them and kind of get it right. Yeah, yeah, right? Um, I used to know all of Fat Lip, um, especially because I learned it on the drums. But uh, yeah, I always, I'm, I always catch myself singing, in, uh, not in too deep, um, still waiting. Uh, mm-hmm. I, have a, I play a cover of that song too that I, it's a slower, slower down. <laughs> God, slowed down version. <laughs> uh, I don't talk good today. Um, so with that then, um, since we're done with lyricism and their musical abilities, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to discuss their music videos. Don't touch that dial or oh, damn, button. That's my line. I don't know. Oh, is it? Well, fine, say it. Don't touch that dial. There, are you happy? I am happy now, yeah. Don't touch that dial. Actually, I'm editing it here. I'm not, I've never been happy. That's the... Uh... That's the edit. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've never been happy. This episode of Bands We Love to Hate is sponsored by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo codes, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free, and at no point will you have to pay for it at all with microtransactions. Add the Honey extension to whatever browser you're using, and literally you save money and support the show in the process. Now, we're talking about Psalm 41 on this episode. Let's go to their website and search for some sweet merch and look at that um typing in the code it looks like we got 35 percent off our order using honey in today's episode and we're proud of honey i've been using honey for more than two years now and i love it and it's an extension that i am never going to get rid of along with my ad blocker it's just that important to me so if you're interested in using honey and supporting the show for free and even getting free money in the process of it use the link in the description of this episode download honey to your browser today and start saving money now let's get back to the show And we are back. Um, so we discussed their uh, music, we discussed their lyrics, and discussed their basics. Um, now for their music videos and live performances. So um, first video um, was Fat Lip. Um, we've all seen that video, I assume. Grad skater video. Of- at a douchebag party in a skater park with a bunch of douchebags. Don't give a about <laughs> don't nothing. give a don't give a shit about nothing. That's a shit. The they don't give park. a shit. Yeah, exactly. You can swear here, Samuel. I uh, was thinking it was give a fuck about, it, and I didn't want to. And it's uh, we don't get give it wrong. a shit about. Well, is, I think. Oh shit! It may be shit. Don't give a shit about nothing. No, it's shit. Then there was in too deep. It was a cool video at a pool, um, but also rad skater people skateboarding in a pool. Um, I don't know. I guess they kind of went, they went super literal on that, like 
or m- maybe it's meta. I don't know. Like you're in too deep. Like you're in the deep end of a pool. Like I, I, I was like, one okay, thing but, I want to talk about that music video. It's silly. Those dudes in the speedo were definitely putting a sock in the crotch. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm it's just saying video. that's all I was looking at. And that just sounds weird. I'm like, just looking at these dudes schlong and like, they're all huge. I'm like, that's not, that's not true. Nobody looks that good in a speedo. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. they for sure. Yeah. Camera effects. It didn't add 10 pounds. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> to, to your dick alone. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, oh yeah. There was a slip and slide um, off of the diving board in that video. And I want to do that really bad. That looks like so much fun. And oh, here's a theme I kept seeing. Um, <laughs> so I had to transition to that part. That was just something I wrote down, like slip and slide in video. <laughs> like yes, that the thing looks I rad. Wrote, <laughs> thing I wrote down was stuffing groin. Stuffing <laughs> groin. <laughs> <laughs> but one major theme I noticed in all of their at least early mi- music videos, I stopped paying attention. Um, but the editing of the syncing, like the lip syncing of uh, and instrument syncing, instrument syncing you can't notice that much, uh, especially if you aren't like a musician. But man, the lip syncing to the from the song to the video is so bad. I thought it was like my like my YouTube uh, app at first, but no, it's uh, they whoever edited their videos did a terrible job, like mm-hmm. the yes. worst job, and it was kind of it was almost borderline distracting. So probably uh, their mom should have had an abortion. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought making probably. that joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then they went to, that was, those were both, uh, well, Fat Lip was um, uh, all killer, no filler. And then does this like infected the big one with In Too Deep. And then, I th- wait, right? Yeah. No, I, mean, I think not, uh, all killer, no filler that had. That was In Too Deep as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then still waiting. That was the single off of, um, uh, does this look infected? If we are yeah. wrong, feel free to tweet and correct us at BWLTH on Twitter. And make sure your Facebook. asshole is as tight as possible before you do it, though. Yeah, make sure we really pissed you off. If you can stick a pinky in that asshole, it is not tight enough. Very, very graphic. And right. It is right. Posting, so. I told you I'm going to be posting raw <laughs> stuff like this. That's great. Nobody knows that you're pulling raw stuff except me, Sam. That's and just that's who okay. I am. So now you know, audience, Sam is raw, whatever that means. Anyways, Still Waiting is their favorite music video. Um, and it involves them uh, destroying a set. And it has, oh, favorite part, Will Sasso from Mad MadTV. Um, love that guy. Uh, is the uh, record exec at the beginning of the video. And they walk in, and he's like, um, "You guys need to change your name. The some forty one thing. It's out. You know, Blink one eighty two, Green Day seventy five, whatever. It's go- It's done. It's the the Strokes, the Hives, the Sums. I totally <laughs> forgot he was on Mad TV. I just yeah. remember him from How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, he was on that, dude. <laughs> My favorite thing was um, he goes, "Do you smoke? No. Well, you do now. Everybody <laughs> smokes now. <laughs> it's like, but okay." Uh, and uh, yeah, and it was shot like a Strokes music video too. And then they ended up changing all of their names to something. I guess they were going for Swedish. Um, Cone uh, changed his name to Thurston. Day was Holmes. Derek was Sven. And Stevo thirty two got the number right. Wrote it down somewhere. Um, was named Sergio. 
I think I like the name Sergio over Stevo32 personally. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Hellsong, Sam's favorite. Uh, with those I like that music figures. video, yeah. That was a bunch of weird, uh, act, like they taped their faces on everything. But then some, I don't know whose rad house they were in where they were had all of those action figures available to them. It was so low. It looked like such a low budget video too. Oh yeah, it was. They filmed it themselves. That was. Uh, I remember them saying that like they filmed. Record it labels was like, we don't night. have any money. What do you got? <laughs> you guys are on thin ice. <laughs> in too deep. <laughs> yeah, you guys are in too oh. deep. There you go. Oh, perfect. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, and then they started. So after Hellsong, most of their songs started getting real serious, too. Uh, like, all of their other music videos that I watched were all for the serious songs, and all their other, so, like, singles after that were, like, it was uh, With Me and Pieces and uh, War, um, I guess, was a uh, more serious mm. song, but it was heavier. I guess Motivation, that was another one uh, that was less sad, but... I don't know. Yeah, they just got started getting real emo y and serious. Like, I think With Me was the piano song um, or, or an acoustic song, basically. Um, and it was after Dave had left the band. And then Pieces mm-hmm. was another mm-hmm, sad song. It's a breakup song. Uh, and Derek looks just, <laughs> Derek looks emo as fuck written down. <laughs> 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 but I spelled it F U K. I'm not sure why. Um, and he's just walking the whole time with some weird, like, pseudo-capitalist marketing imagery of, like, the perfect uh, nuclear family life of, you know, wife and two kids kind of a thing. And, uh, yeah, it's just they're all living ads that roll by him as he's walking. It's real. I don't know what kind of depth you were going for, but you didn't get in too deep enough. There, I did one. <laughs> uh, uh. Walking Disaster. Um, that was a actually pretty cool uh, song. I, I like that song. Uh, it's got a good line in it. Um, a walking disaster, son of old bastards. Um, you, you regret you made me. It's too late to save me. Like that's the most emo thing I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. What was your favorite hmm. music video of theirs? Or oh yeah. It was a, a favorite. It was a, <laughs> just hell, the song? hell song. Yeah. And can we just talk about the title of that song? Like that is the most pop punk. Yeah. Like, you would never release a song with that title today. No, it was about his friend going through something I read, but like, yeah, you wouldn't release a song like that today. <laughs> it's just like, that's a very I'm not listening song. to that. <laughs> yeah. Their music videos, I think they're decent. Um, they, you know, they were they're there. Dated. They're, they're, they're dated. They're still dated. They're definitely they're dated. Like he said, uh, Derek said that he always wanted a, um, a performance element in all his videos and so that's why i was performing and that that i was i think maybe subconsciously always set the standard for me in music videos because now when they started doing the whole like mini movie thing that they do now uh for music videos which is more of a throwback to like the 80s when they did those things which i like it was just i miss the performance stuff in music videos you know what i mean and yeah a lot of that not that I see anymore. If there is, I'm just not watching the right music videos, I guess. Mm. But their live stuff, uh, them performing live, uh, I don't know if I put the Hard Rock Cafe <laughs> on there, on our website or not, bandsyoulovetohate.com. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to try and keep with the theme. If I will, you know what? I'm just going to put it on there if I haven't already. But the 
it may be for you. It may have just been on my end, but the audio is totally off on there and it's super distracting. But they did perform at the Hard Rock Cafe. I think every band we are going to cover might have performed at the Hard Rock Cafe. It's like a standard to be on the show. If Hard Rock Cafe wants to sponsor this show with free fries, I don't, maybe. Uh, I'll I'll (laughs) I'll take fries. Please feel free to reach out to us. I don't care how they sponsor us. If they (laughs) just figure out a way, I'm I'm so down. I or mean, Rainforest Cafe. Which one do you or prefer? Or Rainforest Cafe. I do like the animals at the Rainforest Cafe. That it's was my, fun. It's my first date spot. Best chicken fingers in all of them all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, their their videos though, or their live performances, they were they've never changed. Uh, yeah, their styles has been consistent through the years. It wasn't same with uh, it was the same case with Smash Mouth, and I'm. Hoping that's going to be the case with most bands uh, we see. Because like, or not, I don't know. I don't know if you should change your performance style. Definitely evolve your music. They really can't jump around. I mean, once you get older, you can't jump around anymore. So I guess. And he <laughs> hurt his back Steve. a long time ago too. So. Oh like yeah, that, he did. Yeah. He just like took pain did. meds. Yeah. Well, no, he did. More. He. Um, that was the thing. He didn't uh, drink, or he didn't uh, take pain meds. He just took two extra drinks and said the pain went away. I'm like, oh, that's. Sucks. I mean, when I'm that is just insane. Either just one thinking, of those are terrible. I've, I yeah. mean, I've been in pain, you know, just like stuff like that. But like alcohol doesn't really. Mm-mm. Not at I all. Guess, Never have I like thought that a drink could like. I mean, emotional pain—that's a whole separate thing. But physical pain, like I've never headaches. I know that like having a beer sometimes will make the headache go away because uh, helps like, get rid of hangovers. Blood. Yeah, hair of the dog. Um, but yeah, that's. Never for pain, my God! Like, but he's doing better now. That's what he's counts. a legend. Uh, he's still a legend. Still a legend, and uh, we're talking about him now in uh, high functioning alcoholic land. He is a legend. Well, he's not. He doesn't drink anymore. Um, oh. but he is. He it's kind of like you know Michael Jordan had to retire at one point. <laughs> <laughs> sure, in a in a very more f- fucked up way. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, um, we've exhausted talking about their videos. Their performances has been the same. They just look older and move around a little less. Um, (laughs) So now for uh, Culturally. Now, who are they culturally? Did they add or take away anything um, to any given culture? I mean, no, <laughs> not at all. Avril Lavigne culture? No, they. Thank God. Maybe that's not I a hope. I really hope she's not a culture, um, like or any sort of subculture, which they did or, not create or, or, either. I guess he he married Melissa. So. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Sam, side note is full into the theory that Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by some poor girl named Melissa. Um, quick Snopes run. Um, we'll. Cure that of him believing that, but he won't do it. So we're going to end up having an episode later in the season about Avril Lavigne. Spoiler He's going to get to talk about this in uh, semi-length, not not in full length. And by then, my means. Alex Jones impression will be phenomenal. We'll be fully, fully ready. Perfect. I'm a freaking frog's gay. There you go, everybody. There's your look at uh, later on in the year when we cover Avril Lavigne, Canadians' own. Um, We're just pop, wiping the walls pop down pop between queen. you and me. 
wiping the walls down in the name of Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Bless somebody him. that we will also, in a way, discuss this season as well. Um, but that is still a secret. Of what we got a lot of means. things on our plate. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of things going on this season, folks. And you can always check out what's coming up next or um, check out any news at bandsweloveTohate.com and shwaymedia.com. Now, back on the subject of <laughs> some 41. Um, I would say they did add a little bit to the, if pop punk or emo culture is at all a subculture of anything, I'd say they defined it a little bit or were at least at the height there. I, I don't know if they I, I, and I would guess be the, the ones that everybody sense the fashion sense. Yeah. Like Dickies, long shorts, skater shoes, like definitely the like influence the fashion. I would say, out of all emo, AFI would have influenced fashion there, um, and just been the 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 sad look, the the <laughs> shit. And uh, what's his name from first to last, uh, Skrillex? Um, putting like he uh, a friend of mine said like he used to dress like this because like Burt McCracken from the Used and um, My Camel Romance Face. Uh, he just wrote that new show on Netflix, The Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. Uh, what's his name? Gerard Way. They put red makeup across their eyes to make themselves look like they're heroin addicts. I want to say Gerard was just a nerdy guy. Yeah, I don't think... I think they all faked it. Yeah, some 41's add to the culture at all was... I don't know. I, like... And on a chessboard, maybe they're like a rook. <laughs> that yeah. side little castle one, they're, they were there. But they weren't like the kings of pop punk or the kings of emo. Like, I would probably give that to maybe Fallout Boy... Or uh, I want to say Gloria I want to say Kings of Emo is um, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, well, I do you lump pop punk and emo together? I do, kind of. Yeah, I, I, they're, they're kind of the same thing. They it's the emo lyrics, but like you could classify emo music as AFI or Terminal um, or best way I would uh, describe it if like you can put it together is if you would be a tour trying to make a tour and you'd put those two bands together, then mm -hmm. it would and it would work. And then right. like emo and pop punk, like you could do a tour, My Comical Romance and Taking Back Sunday, and it would probably work. Yeah, see in Taking Back Sunday I would put more in the lines of emo versus pop punk. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I would I classify Sum Forty One and Simple Plan as pop punk and Taking Back Sunday brand new and AFI is emo. And Newfound Glory and Good Charlotte as pop punk. And like, they're, yeah. But you could still, that's the thing. They, those two genres are so perfectly close together. And then the Screamo offshoot with the used and everything else. What was it? Finch. Uh, God. Un well, Under Oath. See, and then Under Oath people would consider hardcore. There yeah, was so many. Core. Just within that little, what, 10 years, maybe eight year period, there was so many little subgenres. There's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> like, lot. so much Naughties. going on. Like, like no, that stuff's hardcore. HXC, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> no, that's pop punk. Like, I remember I was at a show. Um, I, it, was, it was Warped Tour, actually. And uh, I wish I remembered the name of the band. Um, it was some hardcore band. They were kind of douchebags. I always thought of them as douchebags. But 
everybody was waiting for Simple Plan um, off on the stage. There was the North and South stage at Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. And he goes, all right, everybody, you see those Simple Plan motherfuckers over there? I want you to get rowdy and go beat their asses. And like the crowd shifted and like a bunch of people ran over and started just jacking up the people waiting on Simple Plan, minding their own business. And uh, I was like, what the fuck? Like they got, uh, I think they got kicked off the tour after that. I don't remember what band it was. I would if kick you were, off the tour, dude. Absolutely. Like, if you were at that tour or at that show, Warp Tour date, and you remember what band that was, please let us know on our Facebook page at Bands We Love to Hate. Um, I think I'm going to promote this at least 40 more times before the show. And, and what I and I want to <laughs> say, and just about that, I'll make the one last comment. It's kind of like you you make fun of the band, not at the show itself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You make fun of the other bands. Talk shit afterwards, but don't talk this shit. This is why you at start all, but... a podcast. That way you can talk shit <laughs> exactly. about other bands. For a very search engine optimized name. <laughs> bands we love to hate. <laughs> but yeah, uh yeah, don't do that. Like I, another side note, um I was at a show once. Uh, my friends uh, who were called The Fuss um, and the, um, their lead singers in a band called The Bandoliers. I highly suggest you look at that band if you like Texas country. Um, but The Fuss, who also you should still check out, their music's rad, um, was playing a gig. And before then, um, there was a band playing called uh, Jean-Claude Van Jam. <laughs> and yeah. Um, I think you've told me this story. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and they can talk shit to me all they want because they're assholes. And, uh, but uh, they played, they had clarinets in their band, um, which was like, you know. <laughs> which is me, already, I'm like, yeah, come at me. Bro. Yeah, which is like, oh, boy. Um, and I'm, there was nobody in the bar. And me and the three dudes that were in the fuss were the only ones there. And we were drinking uh, some beers and watching them. We're like, this is kind of weird but whatever we didn't think anything of it didn't talk shit nothing and then josh their lead singer gets up and they're like loud devil rock like really <laughs> heavy yeah no 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 the fusses uh, oh. no, the, the jean-claude van jam had the clarinets um but the fuss gets up there and they're loud as shit um and they uh <laughs> They play through their first song, and their lead, the lead singer of Jean Claude Van Damme goes, "Turn it down." He goes, "What?" He goes, "You suck. Turn it down." The guy that played before them is yelling, is heckling the band that is playing now, <laughs> and he's like, "Are you serious?" And he's like, "Yeah, you're too loud." He's like, "Well, I'm just gonna turn it up." Turns it up and goes into their like their main single song and hawks a loogie and spits it at the guy from across the bar and it hits him in the chest. <laughs> and like then the band like just gets all pissy and like yells at the bartender and the bartender goes, "You guys can't ever play here again." To Jean Claude Van Jam, "You guys are dicks." <laughs> I fully support whatever he did to you just now. And then they got done with their set and the bar owner was like, "You guys can play here anytime. What you did was awesome." Like Rule of thumb, people, don't talk shit about oh, other God, bands. I found this band and on SoundCloud. Especially if you're there. Are they from San Francisco? Who? The Fuss? Jean- Jean-Claude Van Jam? Jean- oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. Did they tour to Austin? Oh, Lord. Oh, Why would you 
Okay, whatever. I can talk shit about this band because I am doing it on a podcast, and that's what it's reserved for. Fuck that band. Because <laughs> fuck that band. They, they yelled at my friend. I like my friend more than I like that band. <laughs> you have a clarinet in your band. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, you were either a jazz musician or, I don't know, you're doing something weird, which is fine, but don't try and have an all-clarinet-based rock band. It doesn't work. Don't but, show up the venues I show up with. At. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the clarinet. Uh, God. All right, back on track with the band uh, before we get to the end here. Um, did they do something new? Uh, no, no, not really. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, they were there again at the right moment of pop punk. Um, were they assholes? No, I don't think yeah. they are. Uh, they, you think uh, they didn't come off like that in the interviews? You just Derek just kind of comes off as like a quiet guy. Yeah, I was like kind of like this, like my mind before doing research on this. I'm like, oh yeah, they're assholes. And then like yeah. he like actually researched. I'm like. No, they're not. They just kind of look like asshole. They yeah. they kind of just act like just their music is kind of like oh the face punchable, ajit yeah. pie type, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ajit pie. Fuck that guy. Which I so, which I was thinking of, like the All American Rejects. Um, I was just like, I want to punch the lead singer in the face. But their lead I mean, like, singer looks and acts like a douchebag. The, of all, the All American Rejects, I can vouch for that one. Like he, yeah, it's it's kind of like it's your actions. Got, it's his actions, yeah. He, like I watched Mark- a video of him doing Toxic, of All American Rejects, and he goes, this is Toxic by Britney Spears, except better. <laughs> like, that was kind of <laughs> humorous, but like, I can tell you really think I'm that's like, the case. Yeah, <laughs> you can't be. You're not right. <laughs> Nickel Creek's the only one that did it better than Britney Spears, and you're not them. So, But, you know, like, like we've said before about Mark Zuckerberg, he is a robot, not a lizard. Just because you look like a lizard doesn't mean he is a lizard it's, it's a long actions. walk as albus dumbledore it's our choices that decide who we are very long walk to say don't judge a book by its cover <laughs> but yes i 100 percent agree mark zuckerberg i think he's is a robot but that's just me i think he replaced himself and is inside that robot but who knows um, he's, he's like three feet tall <laughs> he's, yeah it's like those little aliens from men in black inside inside the face <laughs> uh <laughs> Um, okay, did they appropriate anybody's music? Last question. No, no. they didn't. Um, and correction to our last episode, I need to point out um, that somebody pointed out to me. Um, Smash Mouth did. Uh, ska is definitely a reggae-based Jamaican music. So if anything, they appropriated <laughs> reggae a little bit. And White ska, people reggae. <laughs> yeah, wh- it's white people reggae for sure. It's not true reggae. If anything, it, there's songs that nobody listened to are reggae. But that's my only correction from last episode. But uh, they didn't appropriate... I mean, punk is... I, I don't know. It, it. It's just... One, it's just anti-disestablish... Or anti-establishment. Like, yeah. that's all punk is. Like, they... If you want to say they stole from punk culture to make some the pop stuff that they did, the mainstream stuff, an argument can be made there, but I'm my heart's not bleeding for some old punk that's mad that some NoFX cover band made it big and people don't remember NoFX that well anymore. <laughs> I remember NoFX. I remember them, yeah. Yeah, but we also like punk music. Yeah. Like, but that's it. They are and all a mainstream. Like, do you want no effects to be mainstream? I've gotten into arguments on why this band sucks because they're mainstream. Like, but your band is mainstream too, <laughs> that you like. Like, it's like, yeah, but you know, you can't help that they got that big. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's my same argument. <laughs> like, you, 
regardless, don't you want that person to have success? Yeah, they got big because we like them. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> My friend always said, uh, "Is like when people ask me, like, you don't ever want to sell out, do you?" And he's like, "Oh, I want to sell out." To, I want to sell out Madison Square Garden. I want to sell out Nokia Live. I want to sell out all these other places too. Like the Nickelodeon's Kids Choice the Awards. Nickelodeon's Kids Choice Awards, especially. Like, why not? Um, but um, so, lastly, Derek, as we've mentioned throughout this episode, suffered from alcohol addiction, um, something that plagues a lot of people um, around the world, uh, in America and Canada as well. Um, he had a bottle of Jack delivered to his house every day. And then one day poured a drink in his kitchen and woke up in the hospital like uh, a while later. And they put him, like we said, put him into a chemically induced coma to help him get better. Um, and he did. And some folks, uh, don't, um, get better. And, you know, Sam and I, we drink, um, we don't necessarily have a problem, um, like some others might. Um, and if you are one of those people and you do have a problem uh, and need to get help for uh, drug or alcohol addiction, you can call the helpline at 1-888-633-3239. That's 1-888-633-3239. And somebody will be on the other line uh, to help you get that help that you deserve. Um and put you on the road to recovery. So um, now off that serious note, Sam, our Sum 41 is Sum 41 hate-worthy. No, I I don't think so. And I guess we're on episode two, and we've been saying both both bands so far are hate-worthy. No, I don't, I don't think they're hate-worthy at all. I mean, you, you think they're douchebags, and I guess somehow I had that mentality that they were, but then once I did the research on the band more specifically, no, they're not. They're not douchebags. Um, their music is okay. Like they're they're talented musicians. They're good at what they do. I mean, songwriting wise, they've stuck with the same genre and haven't kind of branched out and tried something new. Like Paramore has, Fall Out Boy has. Even though I don't like Fall Out Boy's new stuff. Exactly. I don't like Paramore's new stuff either. So I'm kind of. A- we're in a okay we're in a weird. With them. There's a lot I have to tell you about Paramore's new stuff, but <laughs> I'm interested to hear. Um, for another year. For another maybe? year, maybe. But uh, yeah, I don't think some some forty one's not my favorite band. I mean, I went off listening to them. I like to go through Spotify's top ten. Of I like to do that with like any artist though, like mm-hmm. just go through their top ten, and really it was kind of like. After the Hell song, it was like, I don't want to listen to this anymore. Yeah. But I think that's just me. Yeah, it's uh, like you said, it's it's dated. I mean, it was like, it's solidly pop punk. You don't want to listen to that all day. Mm-hmm. There's been literally millions, if not billions of songs that have been released since, yeah. since that era. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a no, too. I, I don't hate them. I've never hated some 41. Um, I don't. I understand where the hate might come from other than, but again, it's always just ends up being, and that might be the case for a lot of these uh, bands we cover, probably not the next one, which we'll get to in a second, uh, but it's just not your cup of tea. Um, their songs were, yeah, okay written. Um, their musicianship was pretty solid. I was, like I said, maybe a seven out of 10, six out of 10, uh, but um 
Yeah, so scale of 1 to 10, 1 being unlistenable, 5 being meh, they are okay, and 10, they're better than you think. What do you give it? I'm giving it a 6.5. So with a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's very dated music. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm watching, you know, Fat Lip, In Too Deep, it's very dated. Like that music video is very Mm -hmm. dated. And like right after that, I watched sugar. We're going down music video. You know, it's the guy with the antlers and, you know, falling in love with a girl and her dad doesn't like it. And then ends up, her dad has deer feet. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I need to go back and watch that. Oh my God. I mean, I like, I, from under the cork tree, I love that album, but it it was, it's sugar. We're going down still holds up as a really good song. Fat Lip, yeah. it's still a good song, but at the same time, it's dated. Yeah, And so that's really what puts me down from Sun 41 mm-hmm. and what actually makes me want to do it, because I still love pop punk, but it has to be the stuff that still holds up really mm-hmm. well compared to some stuff that does not hold up well at all. So I'm right. saying 6.5. So in our scale, it's, man, they're okay. They're a little bit better than okay, but they're they're not the Beatles. Right. Oh, God, they're definitely... The Beatles on this scale would be a 20. Let's just yeah. leave it at that, maybe. <laughs> maybe a 15, I don't know. We'll have to do an but episode on them, because everyone hates maybe. the Beatles, right? Everyone hates Everyone hates the Beatles. Anyways, um, I give them... I'm going to say, yeah, a 6.5 as well. I would have put them up at like around a 7.5, but again, that Queen song uh, cover killed it <laughs> for me. Uh yeah, I the only song I like of theirs that I can listen to over and over again and, and to this day would be Still Waiting. That's the oh, only yeah. one. Uh, they're like the other ones, they're good. I, I could listen to Fat Lip or In Too Deep sometimes, but the only one that I would consider a song that I like and c- would keep on a regular playlist, I think would be Still Waiting as far as a rock and oh, roll yeah. pop punk song goes. But everything else, maybe Hell Song too. Um and there what was there um, one of their songs, maybe pieces. I think is a decently good acoustic emo piano. I think it's piano song, but uh, yeah. Other than that, I can't like. The only reason I listened to them as much as I have the past month is because of the show. So I yeah. Other than that, I wouldn't. No, I've moved. I wouldn't on. go to their Spotify page. I would go to them <laughs> over Fallout. I would go to them over Fallout Boy. Really? Okay. That. Yeah, I would go to them. I I like Fallout Boy. I like some of the. I like Sugar Going Down. And I like Dance Dance. But I would still. I think I would pick some Forty One over Fallout Boy. I so. always go with Fallout Boy off topic, but I always go to the. They have the Believers Never Die out al- like best of album, mm-hmm. and that was before twenty twelve. Like when they went on hiatus, yeah. and then came back and made this started making the shittiest music in the yeah. world. So that's a good one. To I'll listen to, check to that the, one out. I was just yeah, I was go through that one from under the cork tree, um, their um, first album before with Saturday and Where's Your Boy. Perfect. I will get into those because chances are we're going to cover Fallout Boy on this show. So um, Sam and I have given some forty one a solid six point five, um, and you can uh, go judge for yourself if you haven't by going to our website at bandsweloveTohate.com and going to the research section under February, and the uh, link to their music, the link to their videos, and links to their words and articles will also be there as well as some interviews. Um, so 
now that we have given them their uh, one final look and listen to see if they're really as bad as we think they are, and they are not, it is time to announce this next band. Sam, would you like to do the honors? Sure. Fake drum roll. Um, this is a band that I actually kind of like, and I like to say that because I, there's a couple songs I really like by them. I haven't really gone in-depth to their music, but just the singles. Is the band called, we're doing a modern band this time, mm-hmm. that's still doing things and relatively new, The Chainsmokers. Now, yeah. Paris, the, their song Paris has been in my top 2018 and top 2017 playlist for songs I've listened to. So this is going to be a very interesting conversation. Because Um, I definitely don't like them and they sound like everything wrong with the music (laughs) updates to me. This is where you're going to hear a lot of curmudgeon out of me next month. So so. yeah, me and Tim (laughs) probably going to get into it about because we've agreed on Smash Mouth. We've agreed on Sum 41. Like we've generally agreed on these two opinions, but I think the Chainsmokers is really what's going to make us hate each other. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and just keep in mind, if you're wondering, like, well, I like the Chainsmokers. Well, I don't like you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I do. Um, but these are bands that we love to hate. I have heard so many people talk shit about the Chainsmokers, and I cannot say I've listened to enough of their music. So I may change my mind. But as of right now, from what me and my girlfriend have listened to, we are both a solid no. And... She sends her pity my way for this next episode. So, and for some uh, bands that we have on this season <laughs> that I, I am like dreading listening yeah. to. This, this is going to be an easy month for me. <laughs> yeah, there. This is Sam's easy month. I had my easy month with Sun Forty One, um, but from here on out, it's going to get a little. It's going to get raw. And you'll see. It's going to get raw. Um, and you will see over the next few months. So I want to thank you all for listening um, to our show today, Bands We Love to Hate. You can find us on Twitter at BWLTH and on Facebook at Bands We Love to Hate. And you can find us also at BandsWeLoveToHate.com where you can uh, find the research that we did for the um, this episode and the past episode and all the upcoming episodes, which I am still toying with the idea of either announcing them at the end of each episode or giving you all plenty of time to get caught up over the next few months. Um, I will make an announcement later on if we do. Um, so, um, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, Timmy Two Step. That's eyes instead of the number two or at Shway Media for our podcast network's Twitter handle. You can find Sam at Sam Schwegler. And, uh, I don't use Twitter that much anymore because I do not care for what our president has to say about anything or anyone has to say about anything the president says, but on Instagram, I am very active um, you can hit me up. Uh, you know, if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. Amen. And you can also find us on uh, Instagram as well at Bands We Love to Hate and find me on Instagram at Timmy Two Step, same as my Twitter handle. Because, as Sam said, Twitter is a garbage place uh, full of needless politics and hatery. I'm going to coin that, words, uh, that word for you guys. Don't give in to the hatery, give in to the lovery. And that's the Bands We Love to Hate show. Good night. Bands We Love to Hate was created and produced by Shway Media. The show was edited by Tim Phillippe, and all music was written and produced by Sam Schweigler and Timmy Two-Step. For more, visit bandswelovetohate.com.
And be sure to catch up with this month's band, Sum 41, on Spotify or at sum41.com. Thanks for keeping Pop Punk alive, you Knights of Canada. Your songs will always be in our hearts. It's America, the podcast! Hello, America! It's me, Thebidias A. Starred, a.k.a. the Bastard, a.k.a. the embodiment of and only hope for America. You may have noticed lately a gentle calming in your ears. Well, that is because I haven't been screaming my very important words into said ears. This would be due to the fact that my show, America the Podcast, has been off the air for quite a while. As you might guess, being America's lobbyist, as well as its embodiment of and only hope for, can be rather time-consuming. Well, fear not, my fellow Americans, because my wonderful show, America, America the Podcast! will be coming back in March, albeit in a slightly different format. As you all know, it is now 2019, which means it's time to start running for president in 2020. And we at America the Podcast want to help you make the most informed decision possible when you go to the polls in November of next year. Or at the very least, help guide your thumbs as you argue with your racist, climate change denying uncle on Facebook. To do this, we will be releasing the show in two different ways. The first will be mini-episodes released periodically. Each episode will contain a profile of each person running for president, whether it be the 20-plus Democrats running for president, the few people with the balls to primary Trump, and even some of the independents. The main show that we will be releasing once a month will discuss the different political parties that make up America, starting with the Green Party. While a premiere date is not set, I can swear to you, on the grave of our ability to say Merry Christmas, that I will be back, screaming my very important words into your ears in March. So that you do not miss the premiere date, please remember to follow the show on Twitter, at AmericaThePod, on Facebook, at AmericaThePodcast, and visit our website, AmericaThePodcast.com. I am giddy at the thought of being able to influence your hearts and minds and scream my very important words into your ears once again, and I know you feel the same way. But for now, remember to America as hard as you can every single day. I will see you in March. It's America, the podcast! Now this is podcasting.